ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the T and Crystal's podcast. I am T. And I'm Crystal. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we are so excited to have you all back with us. We have a very fun episode planned for you all today. But before we get into those things, Crystal, how are you, my friend? I'm good. This week has been, um, the temperature has started to drop a lot. So Mm. it's been actually chilly out. And I'm excited about it because I am a fall and winter girl at heart. And so I have been able to wear my sweaters and my crew necks and my hoodies and my sweatpants and my basic white girl Ugg boots. So I'm really excited about it. <laughs> you know what? But you are looking real cozy over there. So like, cozy. What's, what's the girl they be it. going up to uh, New England and stuff to take her yearly? The Christian Christian something? The girl who be going up to New England and stuff to take her fall pictures? You've never seen that? The meet no. every year? No. Crystal, it's like a whole thing where How it's do I like, not know this? What? That is wild. Because she was like a meme back in the day. And she's like turned it into like a lifestyle thing. And every year at the beginning of fall, like when the leaves really turn, it's like a mm-hmm. whole thing where they're like mm. documenting where she's going, when she's going to take the pictures. And then she releases the pictures. And it's, I think it's... a. A Christian Christian girl was Christian. Some I can't remember what is. You'll have to send it to me. I didn't know. Is. Yeah, I don't know. But we yeah, are. I have, to, I have to look it up. We are going. Um, me and my family we're going on a scenic train ride tomorrow. Oh, that's through, right. Through like Blue Ridge Mountains. So the the fall leaves are at like its peak, and mm. we're sitting in the dome cart. So it's going to be like oh. all mostly glass, pretty much. So we can see all around. Um, That's amazing. My wife and I have talked about, because we we like to watch the YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel of a guy who does all type of train rides and stuff. And it was Mm -hmm. something on the TV actually one day too, um, where they were doing it. We were like, oh my God, like we want to do that. I did not know they had that. It, it's Virginia. new. It's well. It's. I don't um, want to say it's new. It's the train we're going on. It's. It's. It's is. It's an old train that they remastered mm-hmm. to do this. So it's a new t- train ride. Um, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. that they that they had other train rides throughout the year um, mm-hmm. because they fill up fast. They fill up real fast, and they're only during certain times of the year. Okay. And it seems to be only on weekends. Like it doesn't. I don't really see mm-hmm. them doing them during the actual week. So, no. yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm a big, I, I've always wanted to go on a scenic train ride. I mean, when I came to visit you in Denmark, I wanted to go mm. to like Norway and mm. somewhere else where I could do a scenic train ride. And, yeah. it, you know, that's going to be my plan one day. I want to go to uh, Switzerland one one year when I come visit you. I'm going to stop over in Switzerland and do a scenic train ride there. Yeah, we were we were actually talking about going up there to to take a train ride because we've seen some some videos and stuff mm-hmm. of people that have gone up there <clears throat> to do that and it looks crazy but you will have to send me send me the link to where you're going because i am i need to do that if it's available in virginia it's well i i know the one that we're going on has been all sold out um mm-hmm. but they did just open I don't I don't know if it's a scenic train ride though because I don't know what time hmm. it's going but they're doing a Christmas one a special uh oh. like a Santa one they just opened that up hmm. 
So, and I think it's like a kid friendly, like it's meant for like families. So I can send you okay. that information. Yes, yeah, send me whatever you got. Because even if it's not this year, maybe next year. Yeah, sometime, maybe next year. Or, true. You know, because we, you know, we'll see. We'll see yep. where we are next year. But yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got a good show for y'all. Um, I am going to start with something that I have not told Crystal about. <laughs> um, and I'm going to preface it with this, right? Um, just. Earlier this week, you know, Mar- Mariah Carey announced that it is time. Um, and by that, she means it's the Christmas holiday season. I would just like to say that as someone whose birthday is Thanksgiving week um, and has always been Thanksgiving week, I found it real disrespectful um, that y'all like to skip over Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving low-key may be my favorite holiday. I I think I have some of my most heartfelt family memories tied to Thanksgiving. <clears throat> the food is the best on Thanksgiving. It's just, there's football. Like, it's just, why do y'all like to disrespect Thanksgiving? I just... I just want to know. And you know, Chris, you're twisting up your face because I, I can tell you, you one of them, ain't you? I, I, we don't we don't skip Thanksgiving. <sighs> we just don't give it a whole month. If you've seen that I, meme that has the mm-hmm. calendar and it shows like, oh, it shows October and then it shows a line going and it kind of goes around the Thanksgiving week. So you get that one week. And then the rest of it and, and all of that is Christmas because it's just true. Mm. Like Christmas mm-hmm. Christmas mm. holiday starts after Halloween. But then but then right in the middle to interrupt, to give it a little bit of an interruption, you have Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's get the turkey. Let's get the ham. Let's, you know, family. Yay. Y'all, y'all are going to watch football. Great. Uh, and then we're back to the Christmas spirit. Yay. So. Y'all are disrespectful. Y'all are disrespectful <laughs> because. Christmas season don't start until Black Friday. Black Friday, put your trees up. Get your get your gifts in a row. Put them under the tree for all I care. I don't give a damn. But we finna have Thanksgiving. It's finna be a clear separation. And yeah, you to, get a week. And, and, and since I am one half of this podcast and I control one half <laughs> of the program here on this very podcast, we are going to celebrate Thanksgiving. For the entire month of November, ladies and gentlemen, strap your seats in. Don't twist your face up like that. (laughs) Twist your face up like that. One more time. So I have bought. Go ahead. Next time y'all see. Next time y'all see my background, it's gonna be. It's gonna be Christmas filled. (laughs) I'm gonna switch these lights back here to red and green, and maybe I'll throw in some Christmas. I'm sick of you, y'all. I'm sick of you. You know what? I'm getting. You remember them little um, Native American hats that you used to make at elementary school? Yeah. And the the little little palm print (laughs) turkeys and stuff. I'm going to have that all over this wall. This is going to be all about Thanksgiving and mine's going to be all about Christmas. (laughs) And I'm going to have the cornucopia right here in the corner. Isn't it called a cornucopia? I think so. We're going to, and we're going to ask our audience. We're going to be like, if you like, if you, if you're with Timmy with the Thanksgiving, put a like. And if you're with Crystal, put the love. And we're just going to see all the hearts go up. You, and you know, 
after Black Friday. I'm with y'all. I love a Christmas. Christmas is awesome. But we got to have Thanksgiving. Anyway, because I'm about to go off on a tangent. This is about to be half the episode. And I'm I'm trying to keep us on, on track with time. So I thought, what is something fun that we can do this week to observe Thanksgiving? So I found a little something on good old reddit.com and there was a prompt and there are some responses. I'm going to read you the, the prompt and I'm going to read you some of the responses that, that people gave. So the prompt is what's your trashy slash redneck Thanksgiving story. <laughs> this is giving me joy. Okay. So the Christmas first, joy. the, because <laughs> I almost <laughs> repeated it. And I almost, I um, I almost threw this mic across this room because I almost you repeated. You sure it. did. I, I saw you go to say it. Like yeah, Christmas joy. <laughs> I need you to take that clip and play it in slow motion because you're gonna see the realization come across my face, and you may see steam push out not my nose. I swear, uh. for God. So the first commenter says this, my mother had a complete breakdown moments before our guests arrived. I don't remember what set her off, but she grabbed the edge of the table and tipped it right the fuck over. (laughs) Dented the new fridge, food went everywhere. It was a mess. Every dish we were having was now on the carpeted floor, minus (laughs) the rolls because they were in the oven. (laughs) I was 11, maybe 12, and she demanded that I clean it up. Now, my step gra- my stepdad grabbed my arm and dragged me to the barn. We sat on straw bales until she calmed down. He told her I was not helping her clean it up. The guests didn't stay. She ruined the holiday for everyone. Typical. You know what? Shout out to the stepdad because we don't hear that too mm-hmm. often. Oh, yeah. Too often we hear the stepdad be like, hey, but you better do what your mama said. You know, you're not really my child. You, you got to do what she said. The fact that the stepdad was like, no, you ain't crazy. This is why we go straight to Christmas. People are know crazy what? during Thanksgiving. It, you go ahead and continue again. to prove me right you, by reading more stories. What's the next you got, prompt? You got one more again. <laughs> so the next story goes, we had just moved to a new state a few months beforehand. My family was trying to make friends in our area, specifically in our church. So we invited pretty much everyone to our house for a Thanksgiving potluck and or Thanksgiving dessert. We also had about three family units visiting from out of town and staying with us, about 10 extra people. So we had a large turnout, especially around dessert time. All was well and good until someone exited the bathroom and informed my parents that the toilet was backed up despite several plunging attempts. Then someone says it's happening in other toilets. Nothing is flushing. So the men get to work. It's nighttime and about 10 men are running around the house doing their MacGyver best to solve the mystery. Nice friends, to be honest. It's the South. Shout out to the South. Okay. You know what's going on in the South. Okay. Uh, the mystery gang. That is funny. The mystery gang ended up outside in our backyard and are met with wet, mushy grass. Yep. Ugh. Our septic tank downright exploded on Thanksgiving with about 50 people in our house at night. 
with a lot of those 50 people being children who can't control their bladders or bowels very well. The only place to go was behind our shed. We quickly set up barriers. <laughs> Crystal, you can't. It made me laugh. We quickly set up barriers, one side for men and the other for women. The party files out far later than expected after such a hazard occurring. But we still have a lot of people staying the weekend. The safety tanks guys can't come out until midday Friday. So we end up destroying the back of the shed with our post-feast blowouts by the time the toilets were working. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that mac and cheese that dairy intolerant people aren't supposed to be eating. Let me tell you something. It was... It took everything within me not to cry out laughing when he said we ended up destroying the back of the shed with our <laughs> post feast blowouts. Can you imagine how long Yo. it probably took for that smell to go away? Like Crystal, that's their whole backyard. Can you imagine? I mean, give it a good like month. That is going to be the most fertile grass in the backyard. I would. I you wish they this. had. I wish they had told us. You know. By the way, by next summer, <laughs> our grass was growing. Right. Oh my God. But hey, that, I could, mean, at least at least they their their people stuck stuck around because I know I would have been out. I was like, oh, you're oh, okay. I'm gone immediately as soon as he said. So we're setting up some barriers in the backyard for you. <laughs> you know what? It was very nice, Chuck. Thank you so much I'll for see the you food. Next time. I'm just yeah. gonna take this. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna make a little plate. Can, can I get go. a to go plate? Thank yeah, you so much. We appreciate it. Great. Yeah. Now it's so a tradition share. to have Thanksgiving at their their house now. <clears throat> so I'm gonna share one more with you. Um and I found this one quite amusing. Uh Crystal and I had a a pre-show meeting, and something in this story just hawks back to something we were discussing. But it's it's very very vague line between the two. Um, this person says, so this one isn't trashy, but it's kind of redneck. My wife's family lives on a small farm. Like any small farm, they have a barn full of cats that become progressively more inbred with each passing generation. One year, they, her family, not the cats, decided to get a turkey fryer for Thanksgiving. I personally find the idea idea appalling, but there's an entire turkey fryer industry that exists because there are people who refuse to eat anything that hasn't been fried in oil at least once. I know that's right. That's true. A few people went outside to fry the turkey. My wife and I... (laughs) I'm sorry, because I know what's coming. I'm trying to make it through this. My wife and I began making bets about which family member would be responsible for inadvertently setting the house on fire. We waited in anx- in, with anxious anticipation for someone to come in screaming that the porch was on fire. Instead, someone came in and casually said, one of the kittens. <laughs> no! They came in and casually said, one of the kittens jumped into the fryer. Oh, they said kitten. 
This is why we oh. skip straight to Christmas for stupid oh stuff God. like this. Y'all have to, y'all have to forgive me. This is like my third time reading this story, <laughs> and I cry laughing every single time. Excuse me. We all froze and looked at him. There were, there may have been screams as well. The bearer of this news, though, didn't seem upset. He was bewildered as to why we were all so horrified. Then he explained that it happened before they turned on the heat. They were able to fish the kitten out and set it loose. No harm done. We all breathed a sigh of relief. Then my mother-in-law pointed out that they basically coated the kitten in delicious oil and set it loose in the area full of coyotes. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, Crystal, I enjoyed that way too much. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't he lead with that? Why wouldn't he say that? He laid, <sighs> he he wanted that reaction. He was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was before we set it on. <laughs> oh, my God. So just so y'all know <clears throat> that I am not a monster laughing at the idea of a kitten frying. <laughs> I knew the end of the story, so mm. I knew things turned out well. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to hold y'all. The first time I read it, I cried laughing too. <laughs> Look. It's something about that that tickled that me. Video, that video I sent you from TikTok, the one with the big Garfield <laughs> trick-or-treating. Yes. I, I, had to, I had to turn it off because every time I watched it, <laughs> I cried laughing. If anyone has a TikTok, oh. go on there and look for the Garfield trick-or-treater that's probably what it is mm. and the only thing that would have made that better if there was this little sound bite when he waves and the, the his <laughs> bag goes away and he goes to reach down if he had just been like oh because <laughs> he struggled with that he struggled with that bag so much and then when the door mm-hmm. finally opened he's like hey and the bag floats away and he's just like oh. <laughs> i was trying to figure out what the hell he was doing i was like why are you fumbling with this bag like this like what hell is wrong with him get your hands together like i love someone someone on tiktok was they commented on the video one of the the things they commented they're like i love the fact that i just realized i can now go trick-or-treating at 30 years old (laughs) because i was like that's a grown-ass man in that suit like that's not no little kid you are six foot two in that suit sir like what is going on I'm like, why didn't I think of this? Maybe I'll go trick-or-treating next year, For real? Shit. <laughs> I'm just going to get a suit like that. Let me find out. <laughs> okay. But yes, thank you all for indulging me on this trip. Um, see, Thanksgiving could be a good time, Chris. You had a good time celebrating mm-hmm. Thanksgiving cheer, joy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just like we were uh, giving a little slither of Thanksgiving on this episode, we're going to mm-hmm. continue to do that for... The holiday. You give a little week. Everything you know, else is Christmas. And you can kiss my ass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crystal, what you got for us? So I have a Reddit story. And this is just labeled under Bridezilla. Um, the person who posted this, it, it's not their story. They actually got it from a Facebook group um, about Bridezilla. So the title is Bridezilla Tried Ripping Off Bridesmaids. All right. So if anyone, if you recognize this story, it's pro- you might have read it before or heard it about it because it is an older story. But I didn't realize that there was an update to this. So you might not have heard the update. So definitely, definitely listen for that. All right. 
Several years ago, a friend of mine asked me to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. There were six of us plus the maid of honor, so seven total. The bride had picked out her dress already, one for the maid of honor and one for the bridesmaids. The dress itself was lovely, but a bit expensive at $400 each since two of us were still in college and the rest had recently graduated. I was one of the two still in college, so money was super tight. Anyhow, the bride asked the maid of honor to coordinate with all of us for fittings, alterations, and such as one of her duties. The maid of honor decided she would pay for all of her dresses, all of the dresses on her credit card because she wanted the air miles and we could pay her back directly. None of us minded, especially since she was going to let us pay her back in installments if we needed. I definitely needed. I wasn't able to go with everyone to pick up the dresses because finals week and planned to go by myself the following weekend. No big deal. The maid of honor said she would pay for mine on the group trip, but to call her if there were any issues with the dress itself and she would handle it. I get there and the dress fits perfectly. The shop owner scoots off while I'm changing back into my street clothes since she has another client coming in, but confirms we're all set. As I'm walking out the door, another person working there yells out, hey, that will be $200. I was stunned and totally mortified. Um, I apologize, explains how I thought the maid of honor had paid for it the weekend before. The shop owner comes running over to defuse the situation and confirm the dress was paid for already. I turn to walk out and suddenly realize she said 200 and not 400 Long story short, the dress was only $200. When I confronted the maid of honor about it, she spilled the beans. Apparently, the bride and maid of honor plotted together to ch- charge us double to help pay for the bride's dress. I let the rest of the bridesmaids know, and four of us dropped out of the wedding immediately. Oh, absolutely not. I didn't see where this was going until the very end. I was like, well, what's... Because it would have been one thing if the bridesmaid would have been scheming. Because then I'm like, okay, well, then she can get the hell about the wedding. Right, right. But the bride and the bridesmaid was scheming on the rest of the bridal party to pay for your raggedy ass dress. You and know, she said only four of them dropped out of the wedding. Yes, and she explains oh. why in her update. She does explain why in her update. Because I'm about to say the other three are foolish. Well, one of them is the maid of honor, so technically it's the other. The other two. Two, yeah. Foolish. Yeah. Are you crazy? But. You- I don't know. I mean, granted, I've never gotten married, but I don't know what goes through some bride's mind when it's time for them to get married and it's time to plan. Like why they suddenly think everything (laughs) is about them. Nothing else matters. And things like decor and, um, you know, common sense just goes out the window because it's their wedding. It's the most important day of their lives. I read too I many like of things like this. American women are really, I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word radicalized from a young age to believe that your wedding day is supposed to be some sort of like, I don't even know, some sort of transformation into another level of womanhood or yeah. something. Like, a lot of people don't care about the actual marriage. They care about the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they immediately get bored once it's over because they Mm -hmm. have that to look forward to. Y'all, it is literally like 12 hours of your entire life. Let's chill. Like, it is not that deep. 
Yeah. It is not that deep. And if you can't afford to have the wedding that you want, it's time to pump the brakes. Look look around yourself and be like, I can't afford this right now. Mm-hmm. I need to wait. Instead of hatching a scheme on your closest friends. I'm assuming these are closest friends because, I mean, that's usually who's, who makes up the bridal party. Usually. Some of your closest friends, maybe even family members. Maybe that was the two that was left. Maybe that was mm-hmm. her cousins. And they were like, bitch, we can't get rid of you. So we, we, <laughs> might, we might as well go ahead and do this thing since you ain't got nobody else. Right. But that is insane. There and then is they play. Absolutely. No the, way. Then when you call them out, they play the video. It's my wedding. Why can't you oh. understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll make sure that, you know, when that part of the wedding comes up and they're like, is there anyone who objects to this union? I'm busting through the doors, waving the four fours. That lying bitch is a thief. <laughs> like, I'm airing it out. Yeah. For the whole, for the whole church to hear, I'm airing you out in there. Do you understand me? Yeah. You gonna charge me double for this dress to pay for your little rat? You don't. You don't ever have to worry about me again in life. You don't have to worry about me again in life. Mm-mm. I will say, don't get me wrong. You know, whenever if I ever do get married and it comes time, I'm sure I would I would love to have like a nice big celebration and and have my friends and family come. But if I'm facing reality where I can't afford this, nobody else can afford it and we've got to do something small and intimate, I can't see myself being upset about that. Okay, we're going to be small and intimate. That's fine because at the end of the day, like you said, it's about me marrying the person I love. It's you it's not really saying. about the wedding. Like our wedding, our our marriage isn't going to be better if the wedding is bigger. You know, that's not how it works. Right. Um, like so. L- l- let's do this thing. Let's let's mm-hmm. let's celebrate the union. Yeah, that's what the wedding is for. Like you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> but people just. They put way, way, way too much into it. And I feel like it gets to the point where it's not even about you. It's about how you think you're going to be perceived. Yeah. You're already thinking down the line. How many likes am I going to get on Instagram? How many likes mm-hmm. am I going to get on, on Facebook? What are people going to yeah. be saying about my wedding years from now? Like, mm-hmm. girl, don't nobody care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's just have a, a good time, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, 200 people there or 50 people there. Yeah, Let's just exactly. have a good time with each other. Some good food, girl. That's all I need. Give me fed and give me some liquor. I don't care about none of this other shit that's going on in here. I don't need a a, a, a damn a potato bowl table. You know, you know, you know how they be having a at these weddings now. Fountain. Yeah, a chocolate fountain, a, a, a make your own hors d'oeuvre station. Yeah, I don't want, girl. Put some goddamn pigs in a blanket on a tray. And give me some honey mustard and some ketchup and a little bit of mustard for the pretzels over there. You got Auntie Annie's in here. Yeah. Pull them holes out the oven. I'll eat that. Like, I will say, me? I you know what? I will say, even though I said I wouldn't mind a big wedding, I, I, I don't find myself having a huge I I I would cater more towards a, an intimate wedding, something that feels mm-hmm. familial. Like I would want my closest friends and family. I don't need that person that I knew in high school and maybe talked right. to, you know, a few times since then. Like I don't need a bunch of coworkers that, mm. you know, I was cool with, you know, but we don't talk anymore, but I, I want them mm. to this wedding. You know, I'd rather have 
even and if that amounts to you know a lot of people that's one thing but my closest friends and family you know something i don't know yeah something intimate i i, I would definitely prefer that but i yeah i, I could have, i could care ahead. less yeah. I, no, I'm, I was gonna say I, I could i could care less about the size of the wedding who yeah like as long as you know we finna have a good time then that's all that really matters to me right Okay, so I have the update. Um, this person, uh, I guess they sent it to whoever the the po- person posted, and they reached out to them and were like, "Yeah, I have an update," um, because they hmm. said the wedding the wedding took place several years ago, almost a full ten now, and I haven't spoken to the bride and maid of honor since. The only other people I knew were the three other bridesmaids that dropped out with me. The two other bridesmaids were cousins of the brides and they Did- agreed to- <laughs> and they Did agreed to continue on as a favor to their mom, bride's aunt, to avoid family drama. More on there them in a bit. Fast forward to now. I got an email from the maid of honor who wanted to apologize again. She wasn't making excuses for her behavior. On the contrary, she acknowledged her wrongdoing and said she still felt incapable of saying no to the bride slash her friend. She was pretty disgusted with herself and relieved when I confronted her. To her credit, she said as much back then. They'd been friends forever and it took her a really long time to see behind the mask and how toxic toxic the friendship had always been and the part she played in it for what it's worth i believe her a quick flashback i hadn't yet paid for the dress when the truth came out so i just turned it over to the maid of honor the three other bridesmaids got their money back immediately without any hassle the maid of honor apologized like crazy at the time to all of us but we just wrote her the bride and the whole situation off none of us ever heard from the bride no apologies no nothing Turns out the bride never reimbursed the maid of honor for anything. Initially, the bride was said she would repay her, but after the wedding, everything changed. She said if the maid of honor hadn't spilled the beans, she wouldn't be out all the money and it's the price paid for being a disloyal friend. And the maid of honor wasn't just out the 200 times six bridesmaids dresses. The bride had also convinced the maid of honor to charge the wedding dress because it would be easier for the bride to pay off the balance at the end. When the maid of honor threatened to take the bride to court, the bride said her cousins, the two bridesmaids, would say the maid of honor came up with the whole scheme and have her arrested for fraud. She found out years later the cousins never agreed to such a thing and would have been willing to go to court and say the exact opposite. They were disgusted by the whole situation too and wanted to drop out, but their mother, bride's aunt, pushed them to keep appearances up for the family they even told the maid of honor the replacement bridesmaids paid the bride two hundred dollars catch for each dress none of which made it to the maid of honor i almost forgot the funny part the bride told her future husband the four of us dropped out because we were jealous of her so her whole family plus the maid of honor knew the truth but not the future husband nor anyone in his family had any clue and there was also much more behind the scenes the maid of honor was privy to that we didn't see and wouldn't anyway after we dropped out. Apparently, the bride manipulated her entire family into paying for most of the wedding and the honeymoon. The dresses were supposed to be her one and only responsibility, and likewise, the future husband was responsible for the suits. That's not what she had told us at the time and even bragged her future husband was paying for everything. 
The bride also tried to manipulate her future in-laws into buying her a new car as a wedding present. They didn't, and in revenge, she interrupted the mother and son dance just moments after it started. Like, looked at the maid of honor and said, watch this, and then waltzed out onto the floor and basically shoved her new mother-in-law out of the way. She also accused the reception wait staff of trying to ruin the photos by getting in the way of the photographer as they were serving the guests. Even after the photographer confirmed they were not in any of the shots, she still insisted they would have to personally reimburse her, even though she never paid for anything in the first place. And it gets worse. At the brunch the morning after, the maid of honor said the bride gave a short toast to herself and didn't thank anyone and barely acknowledged her new husband. As for the maid of honor, she says she tried to collect the money she was owed, but eventually accepted it was gone and cut off all ties. Even still, the bride would reach out every couple of months to ask if she was done being such a bitch yet. When the maid of honor blocked her number, the bride spread rumors about the maid of honor and her fiance at the time, now husband, saying that he was an illegal apologies. I loathe that word and people who use it. Your group in the ring shaming group are the only two shaming groups that shut it down. If it's not okay, even in the context, please let me edit the post. I don't want to get banned and have to go back to the racist wedding shaming group, LOL. But the illegal marrying her only for the green card and claimed they used government assistance to pay for the wedding. Meanwhile, he already had become an American citizen long before they met and was slash is uh, before they met and was slash is a ridiculously successful software engineer who paid for the entire wedding himself and took not only his immediate family, but hers too to Hawaii for the honeymoon. The bride was just jealous the maid of honor had everything she wanted. As for the bride, she's on divorce number two already and estranged from her entire family because they got tired of her manipulating and using them too. I think that's everything she shared with me. I'll reach out if I remember anything. Hey, yo. <laughs> number one, if you want to see my real-time reaction to this story, go over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com, and search T and Crystal's podcast because... I had to mute myself because I, this shit got crazier and crazier and crazier as Crystal read. I, I'm going to sum it up like this. Lethal injection. <laughs> I want her tied to the table. I want her tied to the table and I want that needle in her arm. <laughs> I am full like. Not only are you a, a thief, a horrible friend, a horrible human being, a manipulator, a conniver, um, a swindler, um, a racist, um, jealous, like I, any adjective that is negative applies to her. Mm. I can't believe. That someone hasn't set the house on fire with her in it. I can't believe it. If you're moving like this on everyone in your life, you should have been a story on Dateline by now. Because <laughs> I listen to Dateline religiously. Shout out to Keith Morrison, okay? Mm-hmm. But was it murder? I, I love that man. I love him. Did you know that he... Rest in peace to... um. 
What's that man name? Oh, friends. What's that man name? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Listen, I didn't watch Friends like that. I did. Rest in peace to Matthew Perry. You know, condolences to his family. But I just found out today that Keith Morrison from Dateline is his stepdad. Is his stepdad, yeah. You knew Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm Yeah. I love Keith yeah. Morrison. I listen to him once a week when them when them Dateline pocket. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent. <laughs> Fuck her. Okay, that's that's the long and short of it. She deserves to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay, just just for the mere fact of you schemed not only on your bridesmaids but your maid of honor. You swindled that lady out of. I don't even know how much money. Probably mm-hmm. thousands of dollars. You were yeah. like, oh, she got a credit card. Let me go ahead and, and figure out how I can. Electric chair, lethal injection, firing squad. Let's take it all the way back. Firing squad. You've got to go. I don't know how these people are able to hide these traits from their partners. Crystal. Like. Crystal. It it is it amazes me the things they do and the things they're able to get away from and their partner just never knows until it's too late. You know, you're married to this person, years have gone by, maybe you've had kids by now, and you're just now seeing them, you know, be this person. But I do know that there are some women who will do their very very best to act, act, put on their best behavior mm-hmm. so that they can get that ring because they want to be married. You know, because they want to have that family they want to be instagram family you know that kind of picture perfect life yeah but i i I can't imagine you know (sighs) being that person having someone like that in my life and being manipulated that way like this like really goes to show how (sighs) absent-minded men can be where they don't because i mean i'm guilty <laughs> i'm good which is what i'm saying yeah men sometimes are absent-minded and we go along and get along a lot mm-hmm. of the time because you know sometimes women y'all be talking about some stuff that we couldn't give two shits about okay mm-hmm. i'm half yeah. listening yeah at this point do what you want so i can see how it would absolutely slide past him yeah. If he has trust in her, if he's like, oh, yeah, you got it, da da da, you doing whatever, and you're seeing the results, so you're like, oh, yeah, she she doing what she got to do. Right. Now, when you start coming, to me being who I am, I can't speak for that man. That mm-hmm. man is a fool. Yeah. Me being who I am, you ain't finna come to me too many times talking about it's everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then I'm gonna be like, hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This ain't adding up. Why everybody right. hates you? Why everybody right. out to get you? Like, what What the hell is so special about you where everybody want to? Because I know you. Girl, you regular degla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing special about you to anybody but me. So <laughs> let's let's start there. Yeah. Now I know you're lying. Right. What the hell is going on? You know what you I'm know saying? You know what? Here comes Pastor Timmy. Men, take take notice of this. And you know what? It, it not not just men, men and women. If your partner mm, is constantly coming up to you saying, <laughs> "Shut up," saying, you know, "Oh, this person's jealous of me. They don't. They're mm. they're just you know, we're not talking anymore because blah blah blah." And this person, mm-hmm. you know, if if you're noticing a pattern where there's a lot of people, there's a high turnover rate of friends. Stop! Take those take those goggles off. 
take those yep. those things that you make make you think that your partner is mm. you know somehow perfect and start looking at the bigger picture why is so many people no longer you know have why does your partner have such short term relationships with so many people around them and and ask yourself is too cuz do you know these people do you think they were they were cool trustworthy people you know why is this person that you were cool with not co- not cool with this person your your partner just i'm before before you get too deep <laughs> i'm trying not to laugh because you and i know of someone in our past who had that syndrome where it mm. was everybody else mm-hmm. except that person that it person was literally everyone around them that person felt like dominoes who i wouldn't speak to you for the first <laughs> yeah i don't know if anybody behind knows. that person nobody nobody knows this but uh no me and timmy's r- friendship it 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 wasn't an instant click uh no because no. timmy came on, on, on her part not on my, on my part. part yeah <laughs> on my part because i was working as a bartender and i was very very mm. isolated from everybody else and so i i kept mm. hearing about timmy for months because everybody kept talking mm. about timmy oh timmy's so great he's so nice he's so cool especially this person we're talking about mm. they love to come and tell me all about timmy and how they're they're so cool and so great and so funny and i was not getting along with this person we had been friends but we weren't anymore so therefore because she gave nothing but praises I didn't trust it. I didn't trust him. <laughs> I didn't trust nobody. So when our manager came in and was like, he just turned 21. He's training in the bar. You got to train him. I was like, no, no, please, please. No. He was like, you're going to train him. And he walked out. Timmy comes in. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and I took one look at him and was like, I am not fucking with you. <laughs> not fucking with you. I don't want anyone to do anything to do with you. When Crystal says that, it was obvious. It was obvious. Um, but what Crystal didn't know at that point is for me, people who I feel that from, you're all, you're going to be my friend. Like, if I haven't done nothing to you, now it's my mission. Like, you are finna mm-hmm. be my friend because why are you acting like that towards me? But, <laughs> but what I didn't know is it was y'all at that point. I was new. I was green. Mm. Literally. I had only been there a couple months. A couple months, yeah. Like maybe maybe like three months at that point. Mm-hmm. I was oblivious to what was going on. And during the the inception of our friendship, well, mm-hmm. what would turn out to be our friendship? Because at that <laughs> point it was, you know, it was an ice wall. <laughs> And I was trying to chip at the wall as best I could with a dull ass butter knife. I'm chipping at that wall and it was not budging. But I would come to learn on my own. Crystal, shout out to Crystal. Crystal didn't put nothing in my ear. She ain't say a word. She ain't even let up that anything was going on. I'm and I saw it for myself. I'm a big believer. Let me just interrupt real quick. I'm a big believer Mm -hmm. of letting people figure out other people's qualities on their own because my experience with somebody may not be your experience with them. And I would never want to sit there and be like, this person is this, that, then, and the third. And, and then they become friends and, and now 
you know, I look like the bad one. So I never, I don't talk bad about anyone until someone comes up to me and said, this is what happened to me just now. And I can be like, you know what? You're not the only one. This is my experience. Go ahead and continue. And I can relate to that because I'm the same way. If I'm going through something with somebody and I'm the same way when it comes to my friends too. If if my friends are friends with somebody that I don't like, I don't hold that against them. Mm-hmm. Like y'all don't have that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Y'all are friends, you know them separately. <clears throat> but it just so happened that Crystal and I <laughs> I don't know what happened that day. But some way, somehow, I must have said something that that Crystal was like, Oh, he's he's seeing it. He's seeing what I'm yeah. seeing. Yeah. And that that was literally the spark of, of our friendship because Crystal did not fuck with me before that. <laughs> like no. She was, she was not here for your boy. And when we when I say when he says that was the spark, I mean literally we had hours worth of conversation. Mm-hmm. We finished our shift. We went to the parking lot. And continued our conversation. Oh, yeah. And we did not stop until it started raining. And we both did the exact same thing. We looked at each other and said, <laughs> bye, and kept it moving. Yeah. In the middle of the conversation. Yeah. Just looked, oh, that's right. Bye. And we left. And Crystal and I have been friends ever since. Damn near mm-hmm. decade, Crystal. Damn near. Damn I near know. decade. I we know. have been friends literally ever since. So I don't even know how we got off on that tangent. Where the hell did we we come from with it? I don't even remember how the hell we got there. But now y'all know. Now y'all know the story of how T and Crystal came together. Mm-hmm. Shout out, yeah. But yes, to wrap up with this lady, she needs to be in prison. Um, she doesn't deserve friends. Uh, she Which she barely like she deserves family. Yeah, and sounds like she doesn't have that either. So, but you know what? She's... she's one of them. She's one of them people that like. Them chameleon people. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who move from group to group and suck what they need out of each group and moves on. And it doesn't phase them when they lose. Because the, there's gonna there's always gonna be another group. There's gonna there's gonna be somebody else. So a damn shame. Damn shame. All shame. right. Timmy, you got something yes, else ma'am. for us? I sure do. <clears throat> I also and as well, have an Am I the Asshole story to share with the audience. And I'm very excited to share this one with y'all. <laughs> so this one is entitled, Am I the Asshole for kicking, kicking Out My Girlfriend and Her Son After She Invited Her Ex Into Our Home? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts this out by saying, throwaway account. Now, Crystal, I don't, you know, I'm not a Reddit person. So I, you know, I don't know if that's a common thing on these Reddit posts. Yeah. So when people have Reddit accounts, you know, as themselves, they they might have a following. They might have friends who follow them, other people on Reddit. So when they want to tell a story and they don't want, they want to try to hide it from people that know them, they'll create a throwaway mm-hmm. account. So nobody has any idea who it is. Although a lot of times these throwaway accounts get uh, discovered because the details, no matter how obscure you try to make them, they're always going to sound familiar to someone, you know? That's what I was thinking. I was like, but if you're telling the story, like the yeah. story is the story. Like there's only yeah. so many details you can change 
without yeah. somebody realizing that yeah this is it's you. not always successful. and why would and you it's... tell us that it's a throwaway account like girl that's that defeats the purpose well like, you know because when you go to their account you, you're not going to see like any of their likes um, you're not going to see their comments it's just going to be the one post okay. So you um, might think that they're a bot or something. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. see, ladies and gentlemen, I'm learning in real time. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm not one of these Reddit people. Crystal, Crystal is the redditor around here. Mm-hmm. So thank thank you for educating me You're on welcome. the ins and outs of Reddit etiquette. Absolutely. Um. So the story goes like this: Me, 35 year old male, and my girlfriend Sarah, 35 year old female, have been together for four years. She has a son, Nathan, nine male. With her ex, Mark, not, excuse me, 36 male. Sarah has full custody of Nathan with her ex having scheduled visitations one weekend every month. Sarah and Nathan moved in with me a little over a year and a half ago. And in my perspective, it was a little rocky at first. I've always been pretty protective of my space. So making room for two other people was difficult for me. When Sarah moved in with me, we agreed that the visitations from Mark would be held in our apartment as long as I'm home. The main reason I wanted this is because I don't know Mark that well, and I don't want him wandering around our apartment without me there. When we proposed this idea to Mark, he was fine with it. Now, moving on to the real issue. Three weeks ago marked four months since Mark's last visit, so I asked Sarah when he was planning on visiting Nathan. My girlfriend replied by shrugging her shoulders, telling me she'd ask. She never followed up with it. So a few days ago, I asked her, when is Mark's next visit? And Sarah said she'd tell me when she knew. Nathan was in the living room and apparently overheard us and shouted something along the lines of, dad was here last weekend, remember? Sarah's face immediately dropped, and when I asked what Nathan meant, she wouldn't give me a direct answer. Eventually, she ended up telling me that for the past two visits, Mark had been to our apartment when I was working. When I accused her of going back on our agreement, she kept telling me that this was her home too, and she could invite whoever she wanted, and that it was fine because she was there and watching. I told her that was besides the point and she violated my trust. It blew up into a huge argument, um, which ended in me telling her to get out of my apartment. She packed up and left with Nathan. Last I heard, she was staying with her parents. I've gotten several messages from both Sarah and her parents calling me an asshole for kicking Sarah and Nathan out of their home for something so small. She's even been blasting me on Instagram and Facebook about how horrible I am to do this to her. It's got me thinking, I might be an asshole, but I'm not entirely sure yet. Am I the asshole? Also, quick note, in case you all were wondering like I was when I first read this letter. I can see why it's important, but the court order was instructed because Mark has a criminal record. I'm not sure what it's for, but Sarah has uh, directly told me, and I didn't want to push her for more information. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so I'm a little cl- conflicted again. Mm-hmm. So 
they did have this agreement. And I think, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he's an asshole for being upset about the fact that this man has been in his home without him knowing. Um, After a year and a half of these visitation, I can understand why the mom would think it it should be fine for him to be, you know, for Mark, not Mark. Who's the, who's the, who's the original poster Um, Mm, to not have to be there as long as she's there. I think if she had just said, Hey, he wants to have these visits, you're going to be working, but I'll be here. Like we should start re we should start re rethinking this arrangement. Like you don't always Mm. have to be here now. It's been a year and a half. Nothing's happened. You know, he's always going to be in Nathan's life. And if you want to be in our life, he's going to be a part of that in some capacity. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, it's a bad thing that, you know, she, she was the one who was there instead of him. Um, but I do think he is an asshole when it comes to kicking her and her son out of his apartment when they've been living together for a year and a half. At what point was it going to be our apartment? And this is why I don't agree and I don't necessarily believe that people should, someone should move in with someone else's house or apartment or home that they have. Like if you're going to move in with each other, you should, if it's possible, you should probably try to find a new place that's neutral territory that you're both going to put into. Um, you know, I understand maybe doing it because, you know, so-and-so's lease isn't up, but your lease is up and you want to, you know, that's one thing. Or, you know, I did read a situation where this woman, she was like, I, I was inherited an apartment. I don't have any rent or anything. It's a beautiful apartment. If we tried to leave, we would be spending thousands of dollars of rent. So I invited my partner to move with us. I can understand something like that. Like I wouldn't, I would want to live in a place where I didn't have to pay rent. That'd be great. Um, but for the most part, generally this, this stuff happens, you know, you have someone move into your space, but you never really in your mind, you never really let go of the fact that this is no longer your space. This is now you've invited these people. This is now people who are in theory, your family. So this is their space now. And now you didn't just kick out the girlfriend. You kicked out the kid too. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with an everyone sucks here. You know what? I totally agree with you on the fact that, because the first time I read this, and he mentioned the line about, you know, I was a little iffy about, you know, I'm very particular about my space. Mm-hmm. Grow the fuck up. Right. You damn near 40, sir. <laughs> like, you are way too old to be acting like this. Because if that's the case, girl, don't have to move into your apartment. Like, mm-hmm. why Why are you doing all this rigmarole talking about I'm very particular about my space? Then be by your damn self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's that easy. You are 35 years old. There is no excuse for you, for you to be acting like that. Like, there are, if you want your are, space and you have your space, keep your space. There are relationships now where people are like, we live completely separately. He has his house. I have my house. But we're married. You know, find someone like that. <laughs> now, one thing I do want to highlight to you, though, Crystal, that I, too, kind of missed the first time that I that I read the story. It's the fact that. He hadn't visited in four months, mm-hmm. but the son, the Nathan spilt the beans that the dad had been there mm-hmm. and she didn't tell him mm-hmm. what reason 
honestly, truly, would she have to not mm-hmm. tell her yeah. man other than the fact that she is probably throwing that thing in a circle the only for thing, him in, in his apartment? The only there thing, is no though, way that that you're just going to have this man in this house because he's been coming over here consistently and we've had open communication about it. And not only are you having it over here without me, but because that could have just been a conversation, but you just didn't tell me yeah. at all. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Which leads yeah. me to think, y'all in here bumping nasties in my apartment. Like, I I did have that thought, thought but at the same time, I wasn't, I don't want to go straight there because at the end of the day, this is his visitation with his kid. So... You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the context of it. Like, is he coming over when Nathan is there or is he coming over and Nathan's coming in and he's already there? You know, I would yeah. need more context yeah. because but that my mind did go there at first because and like I said, it could have been a simple on her hand. I don't understand why it wasn't a hey, you know, he came over. You weren't here, but I was here. I think maybe we need to rearrange this arrangement, you know, so no. that you don't always have to be here. Um, that's why I'm saying everyone sucks because I, I do think she was really shitty in doing that. Like by not Mm -hmm. telling him that that's not okay. That open communication, like I, and I, you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you not, what other reason would she have to not tell him? Yeah. I'm really trying to think like, what, what would be so bad about saying, A, the hours work better for Mark to come mm-hmm. over here, you know, yeah. between, you know, 12 and two, you know, and you, you at work at that time, yeah, whatever, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's yeah. at this point, it seems intentional because she's making sure that he's at work. He's at work. When yeah. he has visitation because any other time he was at home. Yeah. That's why it leads me to the place of girl, what are y'all doing in this house? But I also Where you don't, schemed on me to be out the house while he here. I also don't know if, you know, because he talks about how he likes his space. So I don't know what kind of person OP really is in real life. Mm. Is he someone who is difficult to talk to about the no, apartment in true. general? And maybe she was like, I'm not trying to deal with this headache. Like he's, you mm. know, we're just not going to tell him. I don't think that's right. I absolutely mm-hmm. don't think that's right. If you feel this strongly that, you know, this man need to start coming over here earlier. And so, you know, what's his face doesn't need to be here. Then you, that's something you need to fight with because it's not, it's not something that was gonna, um, go away. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, I don't want to say you're completely the asshole, but I also don't yeah. think you're not the asshole. So I think, I think in this yeah. situation, I think all of, I think all of y'all suck. Yeah. He is definitely, because hey, I, 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 I don't know if I can say that actually yeah he's not the asshole for reacting to her lying right correct but I think just the simple fact that he said get out of my apartment yeah you are the asshole for that because yeah that means you never wanted them in there right you know what I'm saying and you way too old to be playing them type of games where you placating people to be in your house when you stated in this post, essentially you didn't want them in the house in the first place, girl. Grow up, grow up. 
get some balls. Maybe that's why she. Ooh, I won't say too much. <laughs> if we gonna keep it all the way real, if you can't even be real enough with her with that, maybe you know the poom poom can't bring life. You I, listen. Be be a real one about it. Be be a. If you gonna say it, say it with your damn chest. Don't be out here. So many words I can't say on this podcast. Like, <laughs> don't be out here playing around. You know, keep it on the playground. If it's all that, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is. I, I I do think this is probably in everyone sucks. He's not wrong yeah. for reacting the way for reacting to her lying, but mm-hmm. he is wrong in how he went about it ultimately you know because at the end of the day you know this you didn't just kick out the girl you kicked out the kid too and you referred to it as your apartment after they've been living with you for a year and a half so come on i don't think you guys are really living together then no 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 so okay crystal you got another one for us um i don't know if we have time for another one where i think we're at our mark you know what I do, I do. I was trying to keep track, but you know me and man. Um, no, I'm just playing. Um, should so we wrap think, this thing up for the yeah? People? I think we're gonna wrap this thing up right now, and yeah. I'm just gonna save that for another day. So, okay. So, oh, okay. Because because I got a little sneak peek of one thing that Crystal was going to share, mm-hmm. and yes, yes, I'm, you're right. We yeah. are gonna wrap this up, and we are, but we are gonna show. We are technically gonna show one more story. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. so someone, someone sent this, uh, sh- shared this on Facebook with me. And mm-hmm. so if you guys want to be able to watch this video, you yeah. can, you should be able to find it when you go to our YouTube page because it should yeah. show on the video. But mm-hmm. if you don't want to do all that and you want to find it on your, on your own, I think the Facebook. Like page is called Artemis the Aussie A U S S I E because this dog is an Australian Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a funny little video, a little yeah. little spoof that because uh, you know we we do these am, am I the, the asshole. asshole things all the time. Hey mom, eighty five thousand years old female left me two year old female puppy home alone for five hours. 30 minutes while she was gone, my favorite ball rolled under the couch. I tried my hardest to get it, but failed. Bored out of my mind, I did what any self-respecting pup would do and improvised. I found a new toy to entertain myself with. Well, this just so happened to be Mom's new shoe. I couldn't help myself. The shoestring looked like a cool rope toy. I grabbed it, threw it around, chewed it up. It was a blast. I was so elated, but the shoe did end up pretty ruined. Mom was not as happy about this as me. She came home and scolded me. Apparently, I now have to go to my bedroom whenever she leaves. But here's the kicker. When she got home, she had a Starbucks cup in her hand, but no pup. (laughs) Therefore, I think my actions were justified. So, am I the asshole for destroying Mom's new shoe when she left me home alone for an eternity and didn't get me a pup cup? Barks and Knives, Artemis. Number one, it's the Barks and Knives for me. (laughs) Barks and Knives? First of all, Artemis, um, as far as your own is concerned, once again, electric chair. Um, <laughs> she, she doesn't deserve to be on earth with us. How <laughs> dare she leave you behind in that house? Number one, defend for yourself. What if you wanted a snack? What mm-hmm. if you wanted a snack? Yeah. You were left for dead, Artemis. 
And you know what? I think you were totally justified in stabbing that lady in the back. Matter of fact, you should have done more. I think you should have gone for the couch, for the trash. Mm. All that stuff. But I will say the the worst offense that she mm-hmm. did was the fact that us. this lady went to Starbucks, went to Starbucks. I'm disgusted. Didn't didn't bring a pup Mm-mm. cup. Didn't bring a pup. It's free. You just have to Mm-mm. ask for it. I need a pup cup. And they will give it to you for free. Mm. No extra effort needed. So you know what? I'm with you, Artemis. I'm with I you. Am, you know what, Artemis? How do you do a paw? We stand, <laughs> we stand with you, Artemis. We stand with you. We are mm-hmm. sick and tired of this. What was what was the lady's name? Did he say what the lady's name I don't was? Think, I don't think he said. She's just 85,000 years old. The white devil. Get her out of your home. Mm-hmm. Get, how dare she lock you up in your room? <laughs> A whole bedroom. Be, because, you, because you reacted to, to, you know what? This lady is physically, emotionally manipulative mm-hmm. and i think it's quite i think it's it's quite disgusting personally honestly. personally it's just it's just it's just honestly truly artemis we hope that you get the justice that you deserve um and or a pup cup <laughs> you know what <laughs> you know what i hope one of two things happens she gets the electric chair or you get a pup cup one of those. <laughs> Which, whichever one comes first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be satisfied. <laughs> Shout out to Artemis. Chris, that was cute. That I like is, that. Yeah. Well, thank y'all for joining us for another illustrious episode of the Tea and Crystal's podcast. I had a I had a good time this evening. How about you, Crystal? I did. I had a really good time. Yeah, we hope that y'all enjoyed it. We hope that y'all continue to enjoy these reels, these shorts. We hope that you all continue to comment. Uh, leave some likes, leave some reviews anywhere that you see us on social media. Follow us, you know, send us an email. We would love to hear from y'all. Any testimonials, any businesses you want to share with us, being that of your own or anybody else that you know, if you want to spill a tea, go ahead and give it to us. If you want to do that, you can do that at t and crystal at gmail.com. That's T E A A N D C R Y S T A L at gmail.com if you want to see our faces how we'd be reacting to different things if you because crystal story about that bride this face here i'm surprised i can still move it i'm surprised i don't have paralysis because this thing was contorting go on youtube and search t and crystal podcast go over there subscribe hit the notification bell um and interact with our our shorts over there people be in them they they be in them shorts comments going in go over there and catch you a good conversation because we be having fun over there Mm -hmm. in the youtube streets go over to the tiktok as well to tick and talk at t and crystals podcast go over to the facebook the facebook has also been jumping Mm y'all they are i mean we get notifications as we are recording this podcast of people (laughs) going off in the comment section and we love to see it Mm -hmm. we love to hear from you all remember that we will be sharing you all's comments in these upcoming episodes so if you want to get on the podcast you better get in that comment section because we calling out handles. We're going to say your name. We're going to say your handle. If you want to get on the podcast, you better get on it. 
Go to Facebook.com and search T and Crystal's podcast. Also, go to our Instagram. Um at T and Crystal's Pod. That's the inside joke between me and Crystal. Um, we post reels over there. Go over there, interact with the reels. It is Crystal does an amazing job with posting the sneak peeks for each episode. They be getting, you know, your little appetite wet for the upcoming episode. Remember, we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we are on Google Podcasts, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on some other podcast streaming platforms, but you can find everything in our link tree, um, which is on our posts that we put on Instagram most of the time or on our personal pages. So just go find the link tree, go light us up everywhere, go review us everywhere, go like everything that you see. We really appreciate you all's um, enjoyment of the podcast and you all's um, participation in what we're doing. It's, it's, it's beautiful to see and we hope it keeps on, keeps on going. Crystal, do you have anything to say to the people before we get the hell out of here? Nope, absolutely not. Thank you guys for joining us. See you next time. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye.